roll it. <laughs> and we're back, sports fans. Yes, I'm back. Did you, a, did you with a new edition of um, Sims Complete? Okay. Well, I didn't think we were going to do an old one, but did you miss me last week? <laughs> Absolutely not. I no? had a great time doing well, it. Well, that by is myself. just not a good answer from your son. What's great, too, is that you didn't even know that uh, mm-hmm. we replaced you with a piece of paper with your name on it because you didn't watch the show. You didn't tune in. He didn't mm-hmm. listen. He didn't watch. Hey, and, look, uh, you know, you're not, you're not, it was a rough faithless. week. I'm going to watch it today and I'll critique it, I guess, next week. How you did without me. I know what I'm going to see that you definitely miss me. And I think the next thing that comes up is I look at you today. What the hell you got a hat on for? What, what do you mean? Hey, well, you know, I mean, come on, be a this pro. This is my, my Steve Sisu look. All right, well, it's from Life Aquatic. Yeah, you know like, Bill who, Murray, great character, Wes Anderson film. You know, okay. so I'm tapping into my my Steve Sisu look today. Wow, that's yeah. uh, you know if you're gonna tap into something, tap into something good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it is good. It is. It good. is good. It's not cool. You and your tennis shoes are dirty too. I mean, you know, man, what, else? What, what is up with you today? I know you got mad. You know, you pick on me a little too much. He actually said that to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I hope your son grows up to be you, and as it pertains between you and I. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. Yeah, and okay. you know what? The chances are is that it's going to happen. How good. And, uh, you know, good for me. <laughs> good <And> for you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. We'll see. But, look, it's good to be back. You know, uh, I can get to talk about football again, say some things I don't get a chance to, whatever. And, and All right, let's, so, let's tease go. the whole show. Because go ahead. That's, that's my pet peeve with you is that you got to tease the show every five seconds. So we're going to do the whole show real quick. I'm going to run it down, okay. and then we'll just do the show. All right? Oh, so you, you wait. Yeah. You have a pet peeve with me. I do, yeah. Oh, I got right, some. Well, hey, because if you don't, – don't leave yet because I, I want you to stay. There's more. You know, that's your thing. You love okay. saying that. Oh, my God. I know, I know. So I we're going to talk me. about the high school performance of the week or game of the week in this example. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about QB performances. we got a few QBs on our list that we want to discuss as far as how they played this past week and, and what we like from what we, uh, from what we saw. Game mm. review, Eagles-Bills will be our main focus. Right. And then why defenses are so dominant, Phil. That's what we're going to discuss, too. Well. And then we're going to go into our picks. And our pick standing right now, Big Phil is 10-5. Matty Boy Sims is nine and six. Mm. We're just chipping away, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so that's our rundown. No teasing, no teases. Okay. All right, I won't say anything. I'm just here to help you out, and God knows you need it. Uh, I do. I, I a lot. But go ahead. What do you lot. got here? You got the high school game. You went to it last night. State yeah. championship. Parochial. State championship. Let's set the stage. MetLife, it's cold, it's windy. I was actually in a box with uh, the rest of the Bergen Catholic family. It's really funny, though, too. I went to Don Bosco, but, yeah, for whatever reason, I hang out with a lot more Bergen people uh, than I would like to uh, admit to right now in my life. But uh, I was in a box with Jimmy Cavallo, Mike Quick, Gary Adler, Jesse Adler, a few Bergen fans, too. I was wearing green, representing Del Barton, because I have to, anybody but Bergen, right? And... uh, (laughs) It was really funny. I think the, during the game, they were just like, this guy's got to go, you know, because <laughs> I was just, you know, heckling everybody and, and giving the Bergen guys a hard time. But wow. it was a really good game. And, uh, of course, you, wait, you, you, yeah. you got to root for Bergen in somewhat, even though you went to Don Bosco and yeah. all that stuff. You coached there because of Greg Toll. Of course, Greg yeah. Toll is there, and we're very close with the Campanelli family, yeah, too. Yeah, them, too. Uh, Big Vito, time. the head coach. Three time or three or three peat champions yeah. uh in the state of new jersey which is really impressive 
and, and first off, just Nunzio Campanelli, head coach Campanelli. at Syracuse, yeah. you know, interim coach last week, got a yep. win against Wake Forest. Bowl you know, eligible. Man, was Pretty he excited cool. when the game was over. I know, and I uh, love, too, that they dumped him, too. I thought that was yeah. great. That was special. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just hired a new coach, um, but still, Nuns will be the head Who'd coach. Who'd they hire? I didn't see that. Uh, a, a guy – oh, my God, what is his first name? Where is he from? Uh, Brown. He's a defensive uh, backs coach um, from the University of Georgia. But Nunzio actually coached with him uh, at Rutgers for a period of time. Oh, so wow. he was under Gray Shanna. Then he went to Georgia, and now he's a head coach over there okay. uh, at Syracuse. But, yeah, Nuns will still be able to coach the Bull – and uh, hopefully, you know, he can get his opportunity, Yeah, uh, you know, with, with uh, something going forward. I think but, my last thing is, since you yeah. were at the game last night, right. and they won three three straight years, they've been the champions. Yeah. And, you know, what's the first question they always ask the coach when the game's over? Do you think you can do it again next year? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can't yeah. we talk about the game and let me – we've got to talk about next year. <laughs> Just it's enjoy like, the moment for a second. But it's like you must ask that question. I well, can hear them. I don't know, though. They probably could. Well, yeah. I know, but I can hear somebody <laughs> in their ear going, ask him if they can repeat it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a high school interview. It's not that. Yeah, yeah it's All not right. that production. But that's another pet peeve. Of mine. Dominic uh, Campanelli played well. The quarterback Vito's son, uh, a part of the Campanelli tradition there at the quarterback position. Quincy Porter, who is going to be one of the highest ranked receivers in the for country. Burton, uh, in the country, definitely next year as a senior. Kaj Sanders had two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, very good runner, very good running back, really good speed. Ran with uh, with some good power too in the low red zone area. Did well. And then uh, just a quick shout-out to Del Barton. Uh, really good football team. Coach Bowers over there does a fantastic job right. with that program. New facility there, too. Beautiful facility. It's crazy uh, to go along with a school that looks like Hogwarts. Uh, but <laughs> Philip Fulmer, uh, number one, played fantastic. Dallas Hurley, number four, safety, big hitter, played really well. Ryan Trafford, who's their star running back, had another game that played extremely well and tough. Uh, and he's actually going to Navy uh, oh, wow. As a lacrosse player, so thank you for, yeah, yeah. for your sacrifice for our country. Christian Zabrowski, the quarterback, a lot of good throws there. And then Connor Martin, very impressed with this kid. This kid's going to UPenn, defensive tackle, DN. He played phenomenal. So I just want to give a shout-out to Del Barton. Losing effort, final score was 24-14. to 14. Really fun game, though. And uh, thank you so much, Doc Mahoney, for allowing me into the Bergen Catholic box despite me wearing well, I gotta have, what, what is it, Hogwarts? What, what is that? Hogwarts. Yeah, it's uh, Hogwarts? Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Hogwarts. Well, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> what what is Hogwarts? <laughs> what what Hog, Hogwarts? Sometimes you sound so southern, it's great. Well, I did really, live there for a few years. Yeah, I know, but you're more New Jersey. I oh, think, no doubt. Than, when than I go ever. home to Kentucky, you know, you talk like you're from the north. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm no, no, you, you talk like you're a northern. Yeah, that's right. What, what's wrong with you, boy? Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, boy too. Yeah, hey, boy. And then we wanted to do a, uh, another little quick shout out for Lafayette, Delaware. Oh, absolutely. Two of our Sims Complete QBs going up against each other. The great story about this Dean DeNoble, uh, Dean DeNoble, excuse me, a Lafayette walk-on player at Lafayette had a fantastic career at Morris Catholic here in New Jersey. And dude's been lighting it up as a starter. They went 9-2 and two in the regular season this year. His first start was against Duke, which oddly enough was against Henry Bielan. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that was a fantastic moment, you know, for our little football community. Uh, but he played phenomenal. Won eight in a row after that. Or no, six in a row before they lost to Colgate. But he had a great year. Um, he unfortunately got hurt in this game late in or early in the third quarter. But he was ten of fifteen for one sixty four and two touchdowns. And he went up against Nick Minicucci, 
Who? Former Don Bosco quarterback, uh, who I have the honor and privilege of coaching for Sims Complete, but also when I was on the staff at Don Bosco. And he went 16 to 25, 198, and three touchdowns, three picks too. But all right. uh, he played well. He played tough. And Delaware got the win, 36 34 in this one. Well, Nick Minicucci is a true freshman. Yeah. I didn't see how many yards he rushed for. Do you know? Just oh, you know what? I didn't even check. But he oh. probably rushed for a good amount, though. Well, yeah, because you know, you know he, yeah, he's he, never seen a defensive player. That he doesn't think he can't run <laughs> over. So, that's right. I mean, I, it was he was crazy he in high school. He is so tough. It oh is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, he is so tough. It's so good. I'm really happy. I didn't realize this until. Uh, late yesterday, and I just couldn't believe it. Both of them played so well, and both of them undervalued coming out of high school, of course, and it shows by their play. Yeah, definitely. And and Nick was 10, 10 carries for 46 yards All right. with a long of 15. And he probably ran over about five people, too, as well. That's, there's no Probably stats a couple of that, his own guys, too. He's one of those way. guys, if the end zone's here, but there's someone to hit over here, he'll run over there first before he scores. You oh, know? That's but exciting. Can't that's wait to watch him. him Saturday against Montana, yeah. up in Montana. Yeah, which will be a tough matchup for them. Yeah. But it's uh, it's all great. It really is fun. It is. All righty. So uh, just a good, good little shout-out for all the boys there real quick. It was fun last night. Thank you again, Doc Mahoney and Bergen Catholic, uh, for allowing me to uh, go into one of their 20 boxes that they had at MedLife. So that was okay. pretty cool. I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, um, we got it. Yeah, I know. I'm not donating to that school anymore either. Um, so <laughs> QB performances. All right, this is what we're going to start with. Right. All right, Kenny Pickett. Okay, first off, when you yeah. watched the game, did you see a difference in their offense compared to? Hell yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was... You know why? Because everyone looked happy to be there. That's for one. Oh. Yeah, I know. I hate to say that. But no, it's okay. It's kind of real. It's okay. I felt the same way about Josh Allen. Well, if you watched the show, you would have heard this. But uh, <laughs> Josh <laughs> Allen, you know, the same thought. I just thought there was like a certain – uh, you know, energy. Just, yeah, energy. The weight was lifted off them, yeah. you know, and it, it, you just can kind of see it. Like they just had a little bit more juice on the field. Yeah, no doubt. And I think it what really helped them so much early in the game against Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati played, you know, their safety split open, cover two. Right. But they got the tight end down the middle, Fryermuth. They made some big plays, Man. got everybody excited. Even though they didn't score a lot of points, I, even I – trying to watch all those games, and I, I watched it again on uh, yesterday. Right. And just, I could see the difference. And the energy, and, you know, I know I don't want to read too much into all this, but the fact that Kenny Pickett looked different, he definitely had more energy, very sure where he was throwing throwing the football. Way more aggressive. And it, and it just, yeah, more aggressive. Yeah. And, you know, Bill Cowher even said this. You know, sometimes – you, you get a quarterback and how they play in Pittsburgh, you know, we know, do this, do that. The defense is really good. Don't turn it over. And you just get in their head so much, he won't turn it over, yeah. but he's not going to make any plays either. Right, right. You know, there's a fine line there. And I, I say it all That's the time. A great point. It's not a game of perfection. You know, I get so tired of hearing, watching TV or listening to the radio. Oh, well, this guy threw for 390 yards and four touchdowns. But, you know, he threw an interception. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it really, it's, it's insulting. Yeah. They act like, well, 80 things happened after it. We, whatever. You know, you, you're winning. They come back. Oh, but, you know, that interception. It, it, it's just, it's crazy. It's, like I said, you, you, can't, you can't throw a no-hitter every eight time out there. And if you're a quarterback or whatever, you make big plays, you're going to throw a few interceptions. Right. Because you're willing to take chances. Yeah, it's definitely. not even taking chances. Yeah. When you see it, you believe it, 
you know, you throw it. Yeah, you and you react. It. You just yeah. trust your instincts. So, yeah, oh well. for sure. And all right, sometimes felt, your instincts are. No, I'm I glad, feel better. I'm glad you got that off yeah, your chest. No. But, but there, there is a lot of truth to that. There, the, you know, not that I have a tremendous amount of experience or the same amount of experience as you. But when I was on really good football teams, we didn't really think that way. Yeah. And when we were on teams that struggled, we were, we we thought about oh, let's avoid the bad play so much. I feel like we almost attracted it more to us. Like it was sure. almost, we were manifesting failures more by being so heavily focused on it. Yeah. So it's I, pretty interesting. Yeah. I repeat like the, the Eagles. There's no doubt. They ever think like, let's not make the mistake here. They're just like, let's go. Who cares? We're going to make a mistake. We don't give a damn. Yeah. You know, we're going to win at the end of the day, but yeah. you're, that's a good point. Well, let me, let me say, you've heard this story from me many times. I probably yeah. said it on the podcast already. I don't care. <laughs> 1984, walking out of the locker room. My career's on the line. Parcells' career's on the line that year. Yeah. And he's standing there, which, you know, he never did. And he goes, hey, Sims. Like, you know, all of a sudden he saw me and he kind of went into this different mode. If you don't throw at least two interceptions today, you're not taking enough chances. And I was like, well, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> but no, but it, it you know, what, why did he say that? Because he wanted to free your mind up right away. Yeah. Let's go play. Right. And he was big with everybody. Hey, you know. Just, I'd hear him say it to the tackles, to, to Lawrence, everybody. You know, don't try to be perfect. Right. Just play. And yeah. we'll figure it out afterwards. So go and, ahead. And, and I think that's just one, they looked better offensively, the, what they were doing, like you said, right? The formations, the, the way that they were throwing the football down the middle with Firemuth. I mean, this is, a, this is a defense that we think is very talented. And as a, right. you know, we, we have a lot of respect for this defense in, in the Bengals. And yeah, the final score was sixteen to ten, and but there there was no doubt that the passing attack it wasn't. Let's throw ten back shoulders to George Pickens on the sidelines every single play. You know, it looked like there was a little bit of a rhyme and a reason to what they were doing. Najee Harris being more involved in the play calling, him getting off in the run game a little bit more was important. So it the was, big thing is, you know, big. in the NFL, you got to make big plays. You do. They did make some big plays. Yeah. Pickens, Deontay Johnson. And Firemuth all had big plays in the game. That's always a big help. Yeah. And uh, that's that's game planning, confidence, talent, whatever you want to say. Uh, and then, too, did you see the Deontay Johnson in the back of the end zone? Yeah. The catch and oh, that fiasco that went on? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want to get into that. But, no, it's a good point, though, because Firemuth had a long at 29, George Pickens, 43, Deontay Johnson, 39, uh, Jalen Warren, 15, Allen Robinson had a catch for 11, so, you know, you're getting big chunk plays for them offensively, and that's yeah. something that was definitely missing. Tight ends called 12 passes, which, yep. you know, that's got to be a record for them here this year. it was 24 33 for 278, yep. and, uh, you know, averaging eight yards of completion. So, o- overall. Well, we're going to let them off the hook for this week. For one week. But we'll see. <laughs> we got to wait. We'll, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so good, you know, Kenny Pickett talking about if he didn't play well, they're going to bench him and – all this other stuff, and uh, but yeah, it was, it was, man. They're going to have a different vibe this week practicing. You said it. A little weight's been lifted off their shoulders. Yeah, they're going to feel better. You practice better. The energy. You want to learn all that. You know, it's all true. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You know how and it goes now, in the future. The, the fact of you can go to practice knowing I actually might get the football is exciting. Yeah, well, you know? that too. it really is. Yeah. The next QB that we're going to discuss is Jordan Love. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my gosh. Five and six right now. 
Yeah, where do you want to start with Well, I'm them? just going to say, is anybody in Green Bay complaining? I mean, it's gone all over the place up there. It has. You know, Jordan loved the first two, then it's bad. And I even kind of said, man, they might have to draft a quarterback. You know, I'm just going to backtrack fast again. Right. Because, you know, why? I got more evidence. Yeah. I got more, you know, things I learned. And I, I thought it was not even close his best game of the year. Yeah, definitely. I just, definitely. In, in every aspect, throwing the football. You know, we talk about it. it I don't even – if he changes just a little bit during the offseason, he has a chance to be really good. Yeah. He's tall. He's very mobile. He's got a long, big hands. What all do you that. want to see him change a little uh, bit? Well, I don't as... want to see him fall backwards every time he throws the ball. Yeah. You know, he sits on his back foot almost every single throw of the game. Right. And what you mean by that is he's he's throwing it and he's kind of leaning, leaning back, back as yes. he throws. Yeah, he leans too, back too and, and that's his crutch. And yeah. it's it's okay. So why is that his crutch, though? Well, that way he knows he won't lose control of the ball. Right. And that's right. exactly, uh, you know, I watch it. I've been watching him. But he's slowly changed as a thrower every single year. This is better than I've seen the previous three years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he hit tons of good plays in the game. And you also like, too, what LaFleur did offensively. As I, far as no, I didn't. I didn't like I loved it. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I, I don't just like thought, it. I love it. <laughs> where, where it. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, I thought they had everything in that's, you know, and I know Detroit, they're not very good against the pass. I don't care. But the concepts were really good. It, it freed him up, and we're going to show it later. But his first pass, right? That's oh, right. Okay. What, what, why'd you make a face? I shouldn't have said that. You again. You know. Oh, it's But a you're tease. right. You're right. We're going to show the plays later, but now nah, I'm just messing but, around. Yeah, but the fact that he aired one out to start, it, it, it was awesome. Yeah. And his confidence must have went off the chart right away. Yeah. Just because he had so much success. Sorry, go ahead. No, it, you're, uh, I love what you're saying. Uh, I think it definitely is the best game that he played all year. Threw it extremely well. Dude throws, you know, what seems like very clean spirals too. Which I feel like is something that uh, is important as far as accuracy and throwing on time and in rhythm. Like I know it's all like all the other cliches that everyone talks about. But just when you throw – Tight spirals, you know. Well, it, there's a lot of things. It, it plays into a lot of other things it's going to well catch. for you. That too. So. And, you know, he plays in Green Bay. Throw yeah. a knuckleball up in Green Bay and watch it go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, you know, no I, that's, that's really, really important. Yeah. He plays in windy games almost every single week. And we also have to, I think, remind everybody that the, the skill group is young. Wow. But also extremely talented, too. Wow, they really are. They are really talented. And, you know, I don't skill group's more talented than New York Jets skill group right now. I, I think, you know? listen, what do they all have in common? They're young and fast. Yes. <laughs> they're young, but no, they're young and really fast. Really fast. Yeah. I mean, it's like they got their prototype guy, Christian Watson, and we want them all like that. Right. And they, they really do. <laughs> I have to keep looking at the numbers. Who is that? Yeah. Because they all kind of have the same body type. But you're right, Matt. They can fly. They really can. So it's cool, too, to see them, you know, finally kind of hitting their stride. And it's good, too, uh, just for the – really for the whole organization, too. Well, to now. yeah. It, it, it takes pressure off of them. Well, and, and, and maybe and, it's a lesson for us to learn, too, that, you know, yeah, just a few weeks ago we were saying maybe they're going to look into drafting a quarterback. Maybe. But at the yeah. same time, you know, it's a difficult sport. Yes. It's a difficult position. And – you know, the coaching staff needed more repetitions to find out what he does well, yeah. what the skill group around him does well, clean those things up. And now hopefully towards the end of the year, we can actually figure out, okay, do we really want this guy or, or are we going to move forward? Or, yeah. you know, well, and it looks like it's trending that it's going forward. It's yeah. going forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the first thing, 
and I'm a, a Trevor Lawrence this. is a great example of that. Yes, right? you know, yeah. for two years ago with Doug yeah. Peterson, yeah, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, was he'd terrible. be out of the league right now. Yeah. you know, like that's how bad it was. Well, they but, were questioning themselves. That's all right. The front office was going, did we pick the right guy? Yeah, that's what they were thinking. But you know, with with Jordan Love now, Matt Lafleur, such a good game last week. The game plan now he can go forward with it. Right. You know what I mean? Let's don't stay with that. Let's just keep moving forward. Be and creativity, you know, it's a word we throw around a lot for offenses and coordinators and head coaches, but it's real. It is. You know, there's, yeah. when I watch certain – well, I watch a lot of games, and I just go, what do you expect from the quarterback? You do nothing. <laughs> right, this is right. – I feel like I'm in the 1980s, what you're doing. You know, it's just yeah. – you got to have – you know. It you, goes into our discussion that we're going to have later, you know, about uh, defenses. Oh, oh, okay. You like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You like that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just. But that's that is something that is uh, it is true, it is real, and, and it's trending in the right direction. Yeah, no it's question. Exciting too. Really good. And it's going to be a nice, nice race there in the NFC. And my last thing card. is this: you know, I got to be, and we got to check each other. We got to be careful not to judge too fast, and you know, and everybody in the business does it, and I join into it too. Because I just go, well, I've watched four games. It's just not working. Yeah. And, you know, what is four games? That's not very much. <laughs> right. You know, so, this doesn't we're talking about quarterbacks. Just like we judge too quick on Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the list goes on. So. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we got to stay in the present moment. You're only as good as kind of the last game that you play in. So, you kind of have to yeah. evaluate people off of that. But the one thing that I'll say is, at least we're cool with saying that we're wrong every now and then. Man, you know? I hate. Whereas on TV sometimes in certain, you know, shows, it's just. No matter what a guy it, does, it we're matter. never going to get just, off of it because I didn't like it. That's the narrative. You oh, know? yeah. It's awful. But that's it's a whole awful. other discussion. Yeah. Unfortunately, I got to say I was wrong way too much. So I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to get away from that's that. That's all right. That's that's uh, good personal growth there for you. Oh, well, thank you. Um, my Trevor, psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That gives me and Mateo hope, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, the next QB is Trevor Lawrence. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me. What uh, do you think, Philly? Uh, he was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, and man, first off, his presence on the field is undeniable. He can move around. They're a good football team. He's got good skill guys. He's got a Doug Peterson helping him out. But, man, he is chucking it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he makes 15, 20-yard throws down the field to the sideline. Make, he makes them look like nothing. Right. And he, he just keeps getting better in my eyes. He definitely does. And it, what I like, too, the, I think the San Francisco loss – you know, I heard a few players say this in, in some yeah. of their, their interviews after that. It kind of was like, a, all right, hey, like, let's go. Like, let's wake up a little bit. Let's be a little bit more aggressive. Let's, you know, take this season, you know. And, and I think those are important. And I, it's a point that I made with Philadelphia, you know, before. Your great losses are, are really good for your team, I think, in the long run. You know, you even mentioned, too, how Bill Belichick at one time, he was upset that they were undefeated going into the playoffs because he wanted that – loss yeah. to learn from to it, kind of keep his team on edge yeah so I think that loss to San Francisco for Trevor was huge for the whole team it really it makes them go back into the think tank all right what do we got to do better the skill group is legit Calvin Ridley is yeah scary good route ETN runner. ETN you know, of course Christian gosh. Kirk is a great slot player that does all the other little things right Evan Ingram's been doing really well down there and uh which is great change of scenery you know struggle here in New York he goes yeah. down there revitalizes his Player. career how yeah. many story how many times have you heard that story yeah uh but trevor lawrence you're right his pocket movement his ability to throw the ball accurately and powerfully down the field i think it's very evident 
And the offense, again, at times, very creative. Oh, yeah. Very creative. Yeah. Doug Peterson's not afraid, that's for sure. Yeah, and that's designing a good point. or calling plays. Right. You know, the thing I like, and I always say this uh, to all, be careful how you judge young quarterbacks. But if they're the real deal is, and we saw it with Trevor Lawrence last year, and it's progressed this year. And, you know, we do this a lot because my son trains a lot of quarterbacks, and he knows what he's talking about, and so do I. But Trevor Lawrence's when he came out of college, I was like, man, this motion's a little – his body, and I, I just wasn't like – I didn't see a big-time pro thrower to time. Right. And what I mean by that, power – you're, you're a thrower, a passer, you're accurate, of course, and you can, you know, touch it all you want and make it look easy. And his motion's gotten better and better. And I, I noticed it even again in this game. Yeah. Very compact and just never misses. In other right. words, he's throwing it where he wants to go, and he's throwing it with the right velocity too. Much more compact. Definitely doesn't seem to be, you know, leaning quite as much. And I think the lean was why. Because oh. the windup was so big, he had to lean forward to get his momentum Well, he would lean throw. back his that, rookie year. Yeah, well, that too, yeah. Which is just a death march, yeah. you know, for a quarterback, I think. But it was funny that in college we were like, man, you know, here he is, he's 6'5", but yet when he goes to throw the ball, he's 6'1", because of how wide and long and, you yeah. know, he was leaning into the throws. But, you know, that's something, too, we got to keep in mind when we're looking at college quarterbacks, right? Is are the pieces there for it to be molded into to get better a high level quarterback? Yeah. You know, show me and, a quarterback, Matt. Yeah, from year one to year two that doesn't throw it better, and in, in the NFL, and then I'll show you a guy that all right, he's it's that's bad. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Justin Fields was probably one of those people, but we yeah. actually saw last weekend that we thought he threw some that were pretty decent. You know? I, I, I see a change in him. No doubt. So hopefully he can keep that trend. But Trevor and you know, Lawrence, d- d- yeah, not to get ahead. off on, yeah. but to Justin Fields, you know, it, it's everybody. Oh, they're moving on. They're moving on. And it's, there's a lot of questions to that. In yeah. other words, but well, we won't even get into the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But he's, he's improving. It is year three. I expected to see more last year. Right. But his, you know, just control of the football is getting better. It is. And, God, you know, he's so big, strong, and he's got a good arm and all that. Man, just moving on. I mean, we're going to start over again and all that stuff. So, I don't think it's 100% they're going to move on. I don't, right. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out in the offseason. Just wanted to bring that up. No, I, I, it's it's a fantastic point and it's something we got to always kind of keep in mind. And, you know, when he fumbled but, that ball, when he took off running down the middle, yeah. I, I forgot to look to see. He thought one of his guys in front of him was going to block the guy that blew him up. Right. So he got totally surprised by being hit yeah. in that fumble. Yeah. I think it was that the first fumble or the second one? I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. But, yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, you know, the offense, Doug Peterson, they're rolling right now, and he's playing really good football, 8-3 and three right now, leading that division, which was a fantastic game, too, to go into our next quarterback with C.J. Stroud oh. and what he did. And, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. It really is crazy. He was 26-36 of for 304 and two TDs and uh, was the leading rusher in the game, too, with six carries, 47 yards. But, Man. you know, what, what they're doing offensively, his progression at the position – you know, it, that's what's kind of crazy for us. We've made this point a few different times. He's already an elite thrower. I hate – I'm sorry I used that word. I'm sorry to, to bring the, the elite. But he really that's is right. a – he is an unbelievable thrower of the football already in his rookie season. I'm going to say he's an elite passer. Yeah. Thrower, not yet. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, explain. You well, know. he's an elite passer because he has all the touch and everything, and he's accurate and all that. He knows where and how to throw the football. Specifically, and, we highlighted one a few weeks ago where he right. threw it low on purpose yeah. when his player was about he, to get he hit. He protects his receivers. Yeah. A thrower is a guy that can just rear back and just really, really steam it. Yeah. And rip it. Right. And, you know, there's quite a few of them in the NFL. But I don't look at him and just go, wow, he can overpower the football. But as time goes on, it could happen. And, look, if he plays great this week, we need to put, like, something here. The C.J. Stroud, whatever. Because right. <laughs> every week. I know. And, again, the play selection, the play design, and his mobility – it, it seemed like he was moving almost every throw, and he was he was tremendous. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was tremendous. His one blunder was the the sack that kind of took them out of field goal range late. You yeah. know, and that's something that you know in college you don't really think about those type of plays because you're not so ingrained in situational football in college. Right. But in the NFL, that's definitely a great learning lesson for him. And, you know, despite that, he really hasn't made a lot of situational mistakes early no. on in his career, which has been pretty crazy. So that that speaks to that coaching staff, D'Amico Ryans and what they're doing and, and Bobby Sloak on the offensive side of the football because it's, uh, it's impressive how, how fast he's progressed. He's not taken for all the throws they're doing. You don't see him take a lot of big hits yeah. or very, very few. And, you know, he moved the – that's – now he's going to learn to manage the game. In other words, right. that's – He's down there, and he's got to go. Wow, we're in field goal range, maybe. So don't take a sack, something like that. Yeah, you got you have to have to think that way. But he's going to need a little help with that. The coaches go, "Hey, CJ, we're in field goal range. You know, yeah. do your thing, but don't take a sack. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So, something like that, yeah. which is not uncommon now since they can they can talk into your helmet. Yeah, so. and, and with all the other stuff that he's accomplished, that's that's nothing. That's, it's really you yeah, know. I, I just keep waiting. Is he going to hit the rookie wall? Yeah. When's that? Where's that wall? Yeah, I, <laughs> Just, I keep a waiting for it. For quarterbacks, I think a little different. Oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. The stress, I know. The, I know. the stress, the throwing all. You know, Bill Cowher is down there two weeks ago. Yeah. And he told me, he was just talking. He goes, man, they throw a lot in practice. Right. And I said, you know, that's interesting. Well, let's see if we see the effect with him. Is it going to wear him out a little bit or whatever? And, um, Nope. Hasn't showed yet. Not yet. Hasn't showed yet. We're, we're, we'll still see. Pretty exciting, though, for the AFC South, right? Because, oh, my gosh. You know, we liked Anthony Richardson when he was healthy. Trevor Lawrence. Now you got C.J. Stroud. I mean, it's just – it's crazy. And Will Levis. I mean, and, and Will Levis. I'm sorry. It's I apologize. all right. Yeah. But, like, it, he, that's a really fun division now of young quarterbacks that have a, a lot of upside to them. I, I hope we sit here whenever, in a few weeks, next week, end of the year, and go, yep. We weren't quite on top of Will Levis, you know. I th not that we were bad. We liked him, yeah. But not as a top five pick right. in the draft or ten or anything like that. But uh, his skill set. You know, what, what do you think when you watch him? Yeah. Well, it, one thing that I focus on, or I did a few weeks ago, and even yeah. just you know, just still think that he's a little rigid. Yeah. You know, he's a little too robotic at times, um, and, and I think that really hurts him as a thrower. And I think if he just can loosen up a little bit, move more gracefully in the pocket with his footwork and all that kind of stuff. All of the other things that he does naturally well are going to improve. See. You mentioned it before. The offense in college was, you know. It was bad. It was average. You know, I won't say it was bad, but it was average. Whereas yep. now in the NFL, I think 
there it's going to be easier for offensive coordinators to game plan for him to take advantage of his skill set and you know he's a really good athlete so can they keep making you know the offense around those type of things getting him out in space deep play action passes allowing him to that's take what advantage. he is yeah, yeah exactly right he's run the football control the line of scrimmage play action passes make big chunk plays down the field and then mix in all the intermediate stuff, you know, in, yeah. in normal down and distance. See, he's the guy. He should be able to drop back and the things you're talking about, and he should be able to just throw it and throw it right through the wall. Yeah. I mean, that's what he is. His potential to throw with power, with big-time power, is it's there. Yeah. But he's got to learn how to put it together a little more yeah, to sure. do that. And, and, I, and they got to learn how to put it together with him, you know, yeah. and, and utilize what he does well because yeah. that's – that's something we discuss all the time with each other. You, you, there has to be more of a balance, you know, with play caller and oh. what is, you know, what makes your quarterback special that way, you yeah. know, in his skill set. Can you design it around your quarterback? Oh, my God, what a concept. Yeah, right. right. You know, but it's so true. We're you seeing know, it more and more, which is good. Let's do this, and yeah. we'll make it – we won't do too long. But Sorry. how about if C.J. Stroud – and Bryce Young switched spots. What would we think? Yeah. You know, if C.J. Stroud had to run the offense that Carolina's running with that talent and vice versa, I, I think the, whatever we have them here, it would just go, whoop, it's a little closer, you know. Yeah. I, I really C.J. Stroud's in a great system, being coached that way, and Bryce Young. Now, there's a different in talent, difference in talent. I won't even get into all that. Yeah. But – Bryce Young's system is – it's too careful. It is. It's a game. It's perfection. Right. Oh, let's don't – it's like, let's don't make a mistake. That's right. all we talk about and think about. And it, I, I, I kind of see it when I watch him play, mm -hmm. that it's just too careful. For sure. And he's too careful. Let it go. So, that's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. okay. Well, maybe they'll hire you as the QB coach or offensive coordinator down there. Well, Don't maybe want not it. offensive coordinator, but you can no. be a great QB coach. <laughs> well, if I was an offensive coordinator, I literally would do – this would be my first thing if I was an NFL coordinator. What? I would have somebody on my staff, I want you to go and I want you to show me 10 plays that were, like, really cool that would fit into our system each week but steal it from other people. Yeah. I mean, do they do that? They do, for oh, sure. Man. For sure. Well, I mean, the good coaches do. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. get some ideas from the other people, then fit it into your system. Yeah, well, that's that, you know, the copycat league, right, and all that. But it is funny how in certain instances we had watched film and, hey, they did this really good concept, wide open touchdown. Ah, we don't do that. It's like, oh man, what? Really? Like, coach, I think we should. You a know? coach would say that? And then there would be situations, uh, the opposite, where, hey, they did this and this. Oh, yeah, hey, hey. We're, we're going to do this. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to, we're going to make, we're going to actually mix it up a little bit. We're going to put this guy yeah. in motion or, and we're like, Oh wow. And then of course, you know, the game happens and it's a wide open touchdown. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh different, different guys, yeah. you know, believe in different things, yeah. you know, it's and interesting. Like were were the Pittsburgh Steelers doing that each and every week? No, they were probably watching. Let's watch the 10 plays that didn't work and do those, you know, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I no. didn't mean it. That's cruel. But uh, oh. yeah, it's just, uh, it is interesting. The, uh, so are we good with that? You feel comfortable? Yeah, I'm with good. It? Oh, okay. sure. I'm one good. last QB. One last QB. Oh, dog. there's another one. I didn't what? see him. Matty Stafford. Oh yeah, Matt yeah. Stafford. Well, hey. talk to me, Goose. He can still throw it. <laughs> he can still throw it. Is right. Is it? Is it, is it? Is it the same as it was in Detroit? No. 
in Detroit, it was off the charts. Yeah. Uh, so you can see the age and time or whatever, but he can still throw those line drives down the field, make the completions. And, you know, he threw a touchdown. I can't remember who it's to now. I, I wrote, it, wrote it down, but my mind lost it. But he did one of those fallback, sidearm, underhand throws over the middle for the touchdown. I went, oh, that was sick. He's got some rubber arm. No doubt. This day no doubt. Age. He was drifting left and kind of threw it back against the grain, too. And that's what's crazy. You thought this was like a bottom, you know, three team in the whole NFL going into the season. I thought three. I thought really I was saying three, four wins. No doubt. But and with him at QB. Well, him, with, yeah. the coach, and the D coordinator who you think yeah, highly Morris, of, and I do yeah. too. Yeah, Raheem's great. Man. Yeah. And they got, they got a lot of young guys in there right now. Right. So, it's, re it's really – you know, I love seeing these kind of stories in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sean McVay's got too much pride. And, you know, come on, let's be honest. He's a tough guy. He is. If he has to sit his ass in that film room all night to come up with one play, he's one of those guys that yeah. does it. He's he's a good crazy. And he's, yeah. he's um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I've never really watched a, been there to watch him practice, but I've seen enough stuff to go, he's the guy, practice always goes well because his energy is just out there every day. Right. Whatever Raheem is like that too. Raheem, same thing. He's oh. like that. He is super wow. high energy. Yeah. Got to find out what they're eating and drinking to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in Cali. It's something organic. But, okay. Uh, no, it's uh, no, it's all good. It really is. There is a credit to their coaching staff because even yeah. Raheem earlier in the year, he's like, "Listen, our defense." He goes, "It's Aaron Donald and a bunch of other dudes you don't know." Yeah. You know, and and they're making it work. They're they're competitive. They play tough. And what's the big thing? What, what for him? Running the ball. No doubt. And that's yeah, where, you I know, know the next guy there. we're going to highlight is Kyron Williams, oh. man. I mean, the, the running back from Notre Dame, who I actually got to know from Jack Cohen, his pro day at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. And when I met him, even Jack said before the pro day, he goes, you know, when you meet Kyron, you're really going to like him a lot. And I yeah. was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, and then I met him. I'm like, yo, Jack, I love this guy. Yeah. He is awesome. Yeah. Uh, just – just a great person, first of all, right? Just a great dude, you know, super respectful, but just, you know, just happy to be there. Great yeah. attitude. You know, he's got that natural enthusiasm that we from see from these coaches that we sure. like. And, uh, but also, too, like the football IQ, it's just so natural to him. Well, so natural. You he say did go one thing, and he's like, yeah, I got it. I got it. No problem. Yeah. You know, so it's just, and, but I, I, it's crazy. I didn't see that a lot at Notre Dame with him, you know, and now. Yeah. In the league, I feel like it's like, whoa, like he's yeah, a good example of like, where did this guy come from? Well, it's a good example of the difference between uh, college football and pro football. Right. That they saw the skill and what to do and, you know, the run, what run plays to have for him, when to get him the ball in the pass game and all that. And I remember you coming home from Notre Dame after that pro day. And, you know, we talked about Jack Cohn, of course. But then you, you brought up Kyron Williams right away. Right away. And yeah. I said, oh, really? He was that impressive in person. Really impressive. Yeah, and he's got just like the perfect running back build, too. Yeah. You know, just yeah. he's strong legs, right? And he's low to the ground, makes great cuts. He's never overextended when he makes his cuts. Like, everything is super sharp and on point. So, yeah. it's just uh, – it was really impressive, too. And it's really cool to see him now – you know, perform well. 16 carries for 143. He had a long of 56 on the day. Wow. So, Kyron Williams did a great job along with Matt Stafford and that football team uh, to get that win over Arizona. Um, and five and six again. So, another team that's kind of right on They're that wild card yeah. bubble. And we'll see which team kind of gets hot here late, uh, especially, too, with what's going on in Minnesota. That could be, you know, interesting these next few games. That was shocking. Yeah. Minnesota. Why? 
uh, I just expected that them to have, you know, a couple series or whatever where they just make it look so easy. But it's crazy though. You know what I thought when I watched it was it's like now Dobbs knows the offense. Good. Where, you know, it's like when you go in there and you're kind of like, ah, you know, yeah. whatever. It, 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 ignorance is a bliss in yeah. a lot of ways sometimes. Now it's like, oh, yeah, I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. I know the read. I know. And then all of a sudden you're you're not as, uh, I don't know, you're not playing as free or just. Well, yeah, to explain, no, but you know what I'm trying to say. No, I, like, you're, there's you're something to that of playing backyard ball naturally and then knowing every little detail and how to execute it. Here. And you, you almost get blinded. Yeah. What you're saying is just, just play. Just play. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Just like you were saying with Bill earlier. Yeah. Just, just play. Just play, damn it. Just quit, quit, the, quit overthinking it. Yeah. You know, and you know, I always have stories about everything. We're down 13 points to Kansas City, and I'm having a really bad game. I threw three interceptions. And after the third one, I'm, I said this to you, I was walking off the sideline. I thought, oh, here comes Parcells. He goes, come here. Come here, Sims. Me and Ron Earhart, the offensive coordinator, yeah. we just want to know, are you watching the same game we're watching? <laughs> and I went, hey, good one. And yeah. I just kept walking. Yeah, right. But as I walked back on in the field, we had the ball two more times. He says, hey, just throw it to Zeke Mowat. Yeah. And I threw like seven passes the next two drives. And we went 80 and 80 yards twice like that. And, you know, of course, he never lets me forget that moment. He's, you know, he'll get me on the phone. Hey, Sims, throw it to Mowat. Okay, right. whatever. Right. But. It, but it kind of goes back to clear the mind and just play. Yeah. And quit overthinking. Maybe that's what – it looked like that a little bit with, with Josh Dobbs a little. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A and I didn't bit. think he threw the ball physically near as well as I'd seen him in no, the No, which was strange too because I feel like his first few games in Minnesota, he was really throwing it great. He was yeah. accurate, you know, and all of a sudden it seemed like the ball got away from a little bit too it much. It definitely so, did, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it is curious. All right, now let's go to the Eagles. Oh man! And the Bills game here. Okay. I know. I, 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 I'm not sure where to start with this conversation. Well, there's so much. I don't. It, <laughs> I it's. It, First it, of it, all, it was really fun. Oh my gosh! Holy, it, you know, the Eagles. Whether you like them or hate them, and honestly, when you hate someone so much, you actually like them. Oh man! But yeah, that's right. That's uh, good. That's a good line. It man, they they're a fun watch. Oh, they really gosh. are. They're a fun watch on so many different levels. You know, what, whatever you like about the football game, they're a good example of it. You know, well, you know, they're what you know, you got to you got to kill them like four times. In a game. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> OK, you can't kill them. And I think many things. My first thought I was going to. No one's I, been able to head tap them once. Oh, you know? yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. But my first thought, I, I wanted you to do two plays on Jason Kelsey. And the swift run late in the game, he made the great block. Yep. And then on the last play of the game when Jalen Hurd scored, I mean, he comes out from under center, uh, Jason Kelsey. And it, it's unbelievable the speed that he has. Yeah. And, you know, then I watched their uh, – what is it? The push-tush or tush-push, whatever. Yeah, the Philly push, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I watched that. And, and I always said, when's somebody going to get underneath him? And – the yeah, film, can we stop jumping? Jumping on top the of the worst. ball is the no stupidest chance. thing in the world. Because I watched him, and I'm not exaggerating uh, if you're watching, his helmet was about, <laughs> I'm not going to exaggerate, I'm going to say yeah. maybe a foot off the ground. Yeah. And his ass, he's going right through. Right. He is truly a groundhog. 
I mean, that's and and the nicest compliment. That ever is the best you, thing yeah. I can ever say. Right. I listen, and it is Groundhog Day when they run it because it always works. Nobody can get yeah. underneath it. So how are you going to stop it? Yeah. And then Jalen Hurts, you know, of course he is a big dude, and it. But it's everything. Yeah. You know it. So my first thought about the whole game is just was this after I watched it and tried to. I had so many notes I confused myself because it just was everywhere. Right. But Philadelphia's offensive line and Philadelphia's defensive line are better than the Buffalo Bills. That's the first thing I came away with after watching everything and all the situations. Yeah. That they're that's the better. That's evident. Yeah. And and so that's their even when they lose a battle or two. You can't really win the war against them because eventually they wear you out. They wear you out. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, I, know. I mean that, that's really what it is. And they're big. You know, I'm watching their offensive line. Oh, Lane Johnson's out. Okay, that was a little, but yeah. Then you got Mylotta on the other side, who's just oh. crushing people. And all they the got time the best the center, game. one of the best centers in history. But this is what's great but, though about it, right? Is the the design of the offense is actually we've discussed this it's super simple. Super simple. They don't do a lot. Yeah. But with the fact that they have so many good Johnnies and Joes spread around the field, what you have to really decide, okay, what am I going to take away in this specific situation? And that's where I feel like they get a lot of teams in trouble. Yes. Are we going to take away the run game, right? Okay, if we do that, we leave A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. You lose. You know, so you're going to lose to one-on-one -on -one opportunities yeah. or quick screen games or the quick game where yeah. it goes for a huge play because they could break tackles. Then, you know, hey, we'll play coverage. Then you get guys like Kelsey and that offensive line against a five-man or a six-man box with potentially an extra, you know, ball carrier advantage with Jalen Hurts running the football well, sure. with the running back leading. And you're just always going to be in a – in a situation that makes it extremely difficult for you to call the plays. They got you. They got you. Okay, right. until somebody – I mean, the Kansas City did a really good job. Buffalo had spurts where they did, but yeah. that would be my next thing, is Buffalo's defensive line was really playing hard. I mean, they were flying. But they got either way behind the quarterback because they got pushed out there. Right. Or – they got mush, mushed inside. Yes. I mean, it On was a lot of plays. A lot of plays. I yes. mean, no, I, I quit counting. Yeah. Because I just go, it, and if, if you're going to play the Philadelphia Eagles and you want to beat them, making beat you continuously from the pocket. Right. If you let Jalen Hurts outside the pocket, he, we know he's going to run. He protects himself. Somebody's always on the sideline. He's running two to throw it yeah, to. Yeah, and to, to cover those guys for extended period of times down the field, it, whether it's zone or man, you, you're just not going to win a lot of those matchups. So and he loved – well, he – but, the, you know, the, the touchdown throw, you know, he broke left. I mean, there wouldn't have got – the D-line got washed-washed. They did. They did. And he get out there, and he did a smart thing. He reset. Yeah, and he waited. And you know the time. They're coming at him. He's not worried. Yeah. And it was a it was a great throw. It was. It was a great throw. Back of the end zone. Nothing's gonna happen. And bad. it's not like it's a guy too that you think of winning those fifty fifty matchups. It's Alamade Zacchaeus, the free agent that they got from, like from Atlanta. He's a really good player. Oh man, he can run. He's a very good football player. Yeah, when he they just, got him. you know, he gets overshadowed because he's with two, you know, number one receivers yeah. in the league. But uh he still one on one opportunity. He's open in the back. 
defender takes his eyes off of who he's covering and gets kind of lost in the fray, and then all of a sudden, you know, there we go. It's a huge play. The other thing, too, that came up, just talking about these big guys. Yeah. Because you know what? If you don't have a good offensive line or one of the – I always say one of the top ten is just a number, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. No. Now, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl that one year with an awful offensive line. Which – But Joe Burrow – in the game later Yeah, on. well, Joe Burrow had to throw the ball at 1.5 seconds every right. time in the game. Yeah. You know, but the defensive line, um, it affects the quarterback no matter what because you're always going, got to read it, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to get run over. There's always a sense of urgency. I yeah. mean, not that like, there is, but like, there always is in the NFL. But I see it when you're every game yeah. they play. That's yeah. what I can't wait to see with San Francisco. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the other thing is Jalen Carter is phenomenal. I mean, oh my God, he's you know he's a pro. Yes, he, he can hit you. He can knock your hands down. Uh, he's, he's just a disruptor. He's got no, but his moves. I know his athletic it, ability, and then he's standing next to Jordan Davis, and Jalen Carter is a huge dude. He looks like he could be a tight end next to Jordan Davis. And the greatest clip of the uh, of the game to me for Jordan Davis when he was chasing down Josh Allen. Oh, that was awesome. And you know, the guy's a whole 100 pounds heavier than him. Now, At he least. might have pulled a hamstring chasing him down, but still the fact that he was like oh, there and about to make the tackle, it just shows you how athletic the dude is. You know, got to admit it, it it was it, hey, look, I hope he's okay. But it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. We were in the studio at CBS. Everybody's well, in the room. It was just amazing, though, too. Yes. I mean, and, just, and then like, when he laid on the ground. gifted he is. Yeah, then he laid on the ground. You know, you couldn't help because he blowed out. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but he sold out, though. He sold out. Yeah, it was it, awesome. Which is it, great. It, it really was awesome. So to it see just shows him. you the effort and the energy that they play with as, a, as an entire team. I think the, the Philadelphia defense now, as I look at it, there's a lot of great parts to it. But I think those two are huge. They are to the, what they do. And how ha huge has Kevin Byard been? Oh, and his addition to the to the lineup. Now. Well, who wants a really smart, instinctive, <laughs> good athlete at safety? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, what they get? Well, who knows? I don't care what they I, gave I think up. He for led him. the team in tackles too, with like thirteen or fourteen. So mm -hmm. he's you know his impact has been immediate since he's yeah. been signed on that football team. So it's just it's really cool. They're such a fun watch. Uh, Josh Allen for spurts of that football game, I thought was the best football player on the field. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I know he threw the interception, but damn, he took him down there to win the game again. And this is another one of those situations that happened. Let me see what other games it happened in. It happened in Denver. They had well, the lead. 12, on the, 12 people on the field. Yeah. They had the lead. Denver. They went down. They scored, right? New England had the lead. New England went down and scored. And that's New England. You Eight know, plays. For, of all teams. How far did New England go on that drive? Eight plays. 80 uh, yards? I didn't write down how many yards. That's all right. It was, I remember watching yeah. the drive, and it was. But they got the eight plays for one, uh, 158 in the fourth quarter. They they scored with 12 seconds left in the game. Yeah. You know, and then in Denver, of, uh, of course, they, they kicked the game winner with zero seconds left. Well, actually. that. And then what, what was the other one? We, is that all of them we were talking about? Uh, the other games that they but struggled just, in. You know. Yeah, look, I know he threw an interception. It's just amazing. That's the first thing. Is he is he now in the top tier of quarterbacks? Oh, well, that, that, you know, that that's borderline stupid it is really dumb you know yeah uh let's see oh he got him in the lead they had a 10 point lead twice he tied it up no he put him ahead at the end of the game they let philadelphia drive down kicked a 59 yarder yeah oh they're ahead in overtime 
but we couldn't stop him. But Josh, you threw the interception. But you know, and that's what's strange though too, because even when you hear some of the other shows, like even NFL Countdown, or, or yeah, but it, for whatever reason, that's all Josh's fault. That's why oh. he's not elite. Oh, you yeah. know. But yeah. it's just it's just one of those silly narratives again that he can't help it. You know, it's his fault that they lost to Kansas City in the playoffs. You know, it's just like crazy. It really is. Well, so. no, you know, he, he didn't get blamed because that was – it was so good. They no, I know. But it just – it goes into all of that, Kinda, yeah. you know, conversation, which yeah. I think is silly. Did he throw um, – he threw a Hail Mary against who? Who was that against? That was – uh, not Tampa Bay, I guess, before halftime. Yeah. But we're going to count that as a turnover. Well, of course no, it's a turnover. No, in Tampa Bay, he didn't. He threw a pass where it got tipped at the line of scrimmage. But that was the game, though, too, where people were questioning him and, you know, how good he is when he was 31 to 39 in the football game. Yeah. You know, and he, hey, look, it's, but, it's always going to be there. He's controversial. Yeah. I, I don't quite understand. You know, yeah, I know. He threw three against the Jets. I, I know all this. But uh, the good is way over the top over the bad yeah and you know i'm not even gonna get an argument saying about you just thank god we don't have that conversation at cbs i think we all understand oh yeah you can't turn it over okay but situations it's it can happen but they they had many opportunities to win these games like you said ahead yeah and their defense couldn't come through and the special teams and the coach whatever lost the game against denver period yeah and what's scary for them is the next two games they have. Who? Kansas City, Dallas. Yep. Yep. So that's where Kansas City's. If they would have stole this one against Philly, okay, you know. But since they lost this one now, well, we're not gonna. Hey, look, everybody. Oh, they're making excuses. No, we're not. We're telling the truth. No. Yeah. And uh, it's not going to be easy going forward. You know, I didn't look at well, the they're game. They're two teams again with the weakness of what we said about their team. They're going against two teams where that's their strength again. Yeah. You know, they're Kansas City, awesome defensive line, awesome defense. They physically beat the crap out of you each and every week. Philadelphia, I mean, it's going to be hard to, you know, start the engines back up and be ready to go after losing the way you did to Philadelphia. We yeah. know that's a real thing, you yeah, know, the emotional a, aspect of the game. No so doubt. Kansas City, that'll be tough. And then you got Micah Parsons and, and Dan Quinn in that defense, you know, the Ooh. week after that. Where, which, I mean, where's talk Ken? about, like, the worst gauntlet of defenses to go against. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Row, well, that's right? what happens when you win your division each year. you got to play the winners. <laughs> that's right. But what? where's the Kansas City game? Kansas City, it's at Kansas City. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's home, home against Dallas. Home against Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it's going to be rough. But it's it's still, it, hey – the the story of the game is this. It was awesome to watch. It was great. It and was great. It, it was. I don't care who you're rooting for or whatever. It was just an awesome football game. And if something like that, CBS, if we had a game like that in the Super Bowl, it'd Man. be the biggest rating in history. No doubt. And the, the Philadelphia game in Buffalo, it was a very, very high rated game. Yeah. People were tuned in and stayed with it through the whole, yeah, whole game. Yeah, I sure was. That's so. for sure. All right. So the one thing that we wanted to, to kind of go into just a little bit is just why are defenses this year? Do you, do you want to talk about you know, run the, anything about the Broncos and Colts? I, I was going to skip over it for now. Well, let's, let's, do, let's see. We're okay. I'll Watch just say him. this about the Colts. Go ahead, yeah. Watch out. <laughs> okay. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. The O-line is not quite what it was that one year. Yeah. But it's close. Right. And Quentin Nelson's back. And the play calling by Shane Steichen – is good. It's it's really good. Yeah. And his run game is, you know, scheme wise, I think the best in the NFL. 
I'll just say it. I don't know if it is. I'm not. Gonna, but it's really good. Right. And the other thing is Gardner Minshew is the what's the how can I phrase this? He's the most athletic, unathletic guy I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Is that is that did I yeah, hit it? No, that's a great way to say. I it. mean, he is. He can't play anything on schedule. Right. Right. And, and it's not like he's going to outrun you, but he can move around and throw it. It's it's hilarious. He's a great watch. <laughs> yeah, he is. No, he, he's. He's a beautiful disaster. He really is. Well, that's another good one. I you like know, that. You just, you're like, man, like when he makes a great play, you're like, wow. Like, oh, I can't wait to see that again. Then the next, you're like, wow, that was so bad. It was good. Uh, and he's tough he's, as hell. He is tough. He really is. And, and he's another guy. It's, it's, hard, it's hard not to like him. No, you know? that's right. Even if, even if he does play bad, you're like, hey, Garner, he went out there. You know, he, yeah. he was still – he was still letting it fly. He was the still thing about swinging. The thing about the Colts, and this is my th- last thing, is yeah. that I like their fronts. They can rush the passer, but the, you know the back end is just not good enough probably to go on this big run. Uh, but they can win the game with their pass rush sometimes because they do get to the quarterback. Yeah, they do. And they are rough. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner. Oh, I know, right? Man. Dangbo, you know. Yeah, yeah they, got a, they got a good front, so – uh, that's why I wanted to talk about them. No, it's good. Do you want to discuss the Broncos real quick and what you know? I, what's your point with them? Um, toughness. Russell is really playing, of course, differently. And I don't want to say he's playing tight, but he knows how to play this really constructive yeah. game. Yeah. And they have a style and a plan, and he's doing it really, really well. Yes. And I think it's exactly what Sean Payton wants to do to go with their defense and what Vance Joseph is doing. And it's really cool. It's awesome. Sean to think Payton. that they, like, oh. out-physicaled the Cleveland Browns. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's pretty crazy to think about, you know. And uh, that that was part of the reason why I picked them, too, was just that I thought, yeah. like, at home, you know, backup quarterback, it's just a lot for the Browns to go in there, yeah. you know, and, and to get a win, I think, against a team that really is now buying into oh. their style of They play got now. the formula for their talent. Yeah. This is what's really, too, Sean Payton was one way in New Orleans when they had the skill. It was, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Now, it, he is managing the game from the opening drive all the way through. And that's a credit to just a great coach, right? It definitely because is. This is a different team than what he's maybe been known to to coach. Absolutely, it's different. Yeah. But at the same time, he's making it work, right? Yeah. And and this is where I think we we love crushing coaches. You know, we love saying, "But dude, yay, hey, hey. he's really good at what he does." Here's he what is it super- is. He didn't have a system and go, we got to just do my system. Yeah. He adjusted his system yeah. to fit the team and find ways to win. So, no great doubt. credit to him, and we'll see what happens the rest of the year. But six and five. Six and five. That's it's pretty crazy. Five I in know. a row. Yeah, considering so. what, they, uh, what yeah, they've been through. I, I don't know if we talked about him when they were having no struggles, but I'm sure if we were, it was not going to be. How can you I say I don't good? even think we t- – we discussed it quickly just because of Miami's offense, right? But we didn't go into it too much because we were like, well, what's there to say? We're just going to kill them. So let's just talk about something else. <laughs> okay, yeah. But uh, it, it is really cool. Okay. Uh, defenses. Why are they so dominant, Big Phil? Well, are, are they so of- dominant? But there's uh, – Why do they seem to have – why are defenses having an advantage in a league that's designed to help the yes. offense? Well, they always want to have Especially rules. Especially the rules. Yeah, they'll change them to get more scoring. There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. But because they did 
But yet, for whatever reason, we're still seeing that you know regression in scoring certain weeks, and that's something we've we've mentioned multiple times. Yeah. Well, I would say there's many things. Uh, the first one, I'm I'm still in this from Christopher. Well, he, yeah. So this is a discussion we had at Thanksgiving. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was know, really good. It's something that we had been discussing in, in yeah. multiple angles, and then we kind of put it all together, you know, during that conversation, which was great. Well, I think number one, yeah. everybody's playing so much spread. Okay, and defenses have figured out whatever it is, two by two or three on one side and one on the other, whatever it is, if this guy does this, then most likely these other guys are going to do this. Yeah. And so they've gotten very smart in their teaching. They've evolved big time. Right. That's why you don't see a ton of just, let's get up there man-to-man and play. Yeah. And so that's that's just one thing. So the read and recognition for the defensive, how they're coaching it, much more aware of, I guess, how, how plays are laid out offensively Perfectly. and then how to react to them. Yes. Yep. And defenses are what? They're faster. I mean, we don't see the 260-pound middle linebacker anymore. Yeah. Well, and also just defensive lines well, are – that's next. Uh, the athletes, it's ridiculous how athletic some of these guys are. And basically, basically what we're seeing at the defensive line – is guys that were probably the star running back of their youth football team when yeah, they were eight. Right. Yeah. And then they just kept getting bigger and bigger. And they had to play defense. And yeah. now they had to play defense. And then they were probably linebackers, and then they got bigger, and they are like, oh, let's just put them on the line. And, and, you know, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing guys that are 335-pound, you know, running backs, essentially. And, and this is this is another issue. I've had, you I've, know. When I was doing games, I had defensive linemen. I said, what were you in high school? And it, it it's so funny you said that. They go, I was a running back. I said – you got film of that yeah, right. and they i would watch film on yeah. the show and i go oh my god yeah. but you it's know crazy it's crazy yeah so defense they they're smaller and faster uh but the gap between the offensive lineman and the defensive lineman has widened and you know christopher said this too he goes i don't care what you do they're gonna hit the quarterback yeah you, you know and you know you start going over the quarterback injuries it's really interesting sometimes too there uh, you know, I can't, I can't go through there, them. There's a good amount of them, though, where, you know, uh, it's really not the fact that they were they weren't illegal hits, any of them. Yeah. None of them were illegal. No. None of them were in the pocket, and, and a few of them were non-contact ones, too, like in Kirk Cousins' case. Well, or in Aaron's Aaron case Rogers. where, you know, we're cutting a defensive lineman but still holding the ball for no, no reason. But, right. you know, it's just there's a lot of instances where it's not illegal hits, it's not blows to the head, anything like that defenders have absolutely adjusted to the rules and they're doing their best to play within the confines of the rules and yet still you know hey when you have big people hitting you when you're standing still and you're going to get hurt occasionally you know at at that position yeah it's um you know a couple things came to my mind the one we talked about in the car right over here yeah is the achilles injury and you know we're going to when the season's over besides doing quarterbacks and nfl players and draft and all that we're going to have some people on to talk about why these Achilles injuries happen. And there's a science behind it, why they happen. Of course, I'm not going to get into it now. But (laughs) I find it very uh, interesting and how they can be prevented. And, and of course, fields do have something to do with it, which I learned yesterday. Right. You know, when the person that was telling me this, they know. And I went, But, yeah, fields, you know, the the way that we train, the way players train, the way that, you know, even shoes are designed, all those type of things. So, it's, 
it's it, there's a, a multitude of reasons why right and uh and some of them are controllables as far as the player side of it go hey, the you, other, you yeah, know I, I, yeah just you you and i and i'm not as much as you i'm not but you throw with quarterbacks in the off season i go over there and stand on the field with you it's an artificial field yep i come home from that every time and i have to literally lay down because my feet and legs hurt so much right and it's not because i'm old yeah, yeah. It, it's not that. It's no. because of that field. Yeah. Now, if I go out there and stand on a grass field all day, nothing. Yeah. Come home, feel good. Same with playing. Yeah. Well, there goes our, any sponsorship with a uh, with a with field turf. Field turf. Well, field or something right. like that. Well, well, <laughs> but no, it's, we'll get uh, some grass. It is. It is true. There it's is unbelievable. a lot of truth to that. Uh, I remember when we were in Atlanta, we just got a brand new indoor uh, field turf field. Right. And we were out there for ten minutes. And Julio Jones is like, I'm not practicing on this. And we never practiced on it for the rest of the year. Wow. Because people were slipping. And we soon realized we're like, okay, like half of our team is going to get injured here. Yeah. And, uh, and it was brand new. They spent a lot of money on it. And they got rid of it that week. Wow. You know, or at least we never saw it again until the next year when they redid it again. But it's just you're a billion-dollar organization. And we're playing on field turf. You're telling me that you can't get – good grass well i mean clearly we can't because the super bowl last year that that was some sort of grass you know compilation or whatever that they made that well it'd be a good too. discussion this offseason we'll have yeah. a good we'll have some people out here know what they're talking to, about to go back to the go. defenses though oh yes i'm sorry best offenses right now right what do they all have in common they run the football effectively well yes they're going to run the football they get under center you know and there's teams that are passing teams, and we yeah. know them as passing teams. The one thing they do is they get under the center enough for the run. Why? Because they want to run play-action passes. No doubt. So you can't get in there, oh, we're going to run a play-action pass, get under center this time. So you got to have a mix there. So to me, that's, hey, you played, I played. When you get under center and you do that, first two things. When the play-action pass comes in, you go, yeah, baby, it's going to be a completion. Yeah, right. Because the read is easier for the quarterback – and you know it's most of the time it's going to be one two. And you do have to respect the threat of the run that much longer. Slows when them you're down on the other side for sure. And the, the other thing is is the rhythm to it. Yeah, the fake, the turn, the body's moving. You know, you don't get Mister Shotgun and get all tight and everything. It's it's really real. It and is. It's we're see, I, honestly I think we're starting to see a little more of it as the year goes on. For sure. And I think a lot of coaches got away from that right because. You know, one, the other discussion and the point that I made uh, to, to you guys when we were having this combo is college offenses stink. And I'm so tired of hearing about, oh, college is doing a great job of influencing the NFL. No, it's not. It's actually the opposite. The College is ruining the NFL game in so many ways. <laughs> and what Tom Brady said the other day in one of his interviews, the quality of playing college is so bad. And this is why you see Michigan. Michigan's ranked like... 60th in total offense but you know what they run power really well yeah. they do unbalanced fronts and just truck you in basic run concepts because they practice it they practice the different looks to it they got guys that can do it and this is why they cut up oh ohio state's got a great defense yeah well look what happened they just pushed them over when they needed to it's not because they dropped back and jj mccarthy was like they warm up they, they literally wore them out and yeah. said we're just going to beat the crap out of you in a nine on 11 drill in the run game and that's exactly what they did and that's where i feel like college football situational football is awful 
the creativity in the offensive side, like, you know, they do stuff in the spread and they're like, oh, look, we ran a wheel with the post. And it's like, oh, my God, it's crazy. It's like, whatever. You know, every time I look at it, you can see how much. No, no I like it. I like but it. It's just, I agree. You know, how many times? Oh, I, oh what do you want to do? coach? Oh, my God. You, how about we actually coach them what's going on in the football field? Like, it's crazy to me that we can't actually coach people to think, okay, when the defender's here, let's try to run this play. Let's do this play. No, you got to you got to quadruple check with me on the sidelines. You know, and do all that kind of stuff, and get in the perfect play oh. every time. So college football, it almost I know makes it's entertaining. Want, yeah. I know it's entertaining. I know it's you know whatever, uh, but it's bad football a lot, a lot. And this is why you see the same guys every year win games. This is why Nick Saban's in it every year because he coaches details that other other people don't. Yeah. This is why you see Harbaugh in it, whether you like him or not. The dude understands like the basic concepts of like physical old school brand of football that are so successful that have been tried and true forever so uh it's it's really interesting it's funny bo Schimbeckler. sorry to go no off that was good both I, I agree with all of bo Schimbeckler when uh jim harbaugh took his first job either michigan when he came to michigan yeah he goes jim are you gonna get under center yes sir are you gonna use a tight end yes sir <laughs> yeah you're gonna have two backs in the backfield you know some yes sir okay that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, two things. <laughs> One, think about the running back. Would you like to be behind the quarterback under the center and back there where now I can see everything? Or do you want to be off to one side and be going sideways when you run? Yeah. Which, you know, they all do it pretty well. But I just think of that way, just how much better it's got to be to back there. Now you have more space and more time to do what you want to do. Right. You know, that's – that's all I thought. I thought about it recently. The running back, the running backs must love it when they get under Definitely. center and can do it. Definitely. So even Oregon State, Oregon State is nowhere well, near as talented as maybe some of these other programs because yeah. of just. But they're a really good program. They know how to coach their guys up, and they do something very unique. They run the football under center. They do and a run lot. very standard power, weak Bob, like all these other type of lead type of concepts counter and and they kick butt because defenses just have a hard time practicing or you know preparing for it because their scout team doesn't practice it well enough right you know so when you see it in real life it's hard to match that physicality uh consistently so this is why you well, see like them yeah. you know actually competitive in games that you think like wow they should be getting killed. yeah oregon state's always i yeah. like watch them hey here's this there's a high school coach that was setting records scoring and he was doing the spread before everybody else caught on to it. Right. Then three years go by. I see him again. Hey, how'd you do this year? Oh, greatest year ever on, on offense. I said, wow. So, yeah, he goes, yeah, you know what we did? I said, what? He goes, I ran I formation the whole year. <laughs> he right. goes, nobody sees any of that. Right. And he goes, nobody knew how to defend it, and we just yeah. crushed them every game with run and play action and all that stuff. And, you know, I went to – This is why Air Force is an eight-win football team this year. Well, Air Force, they're all pain right. in the rear they're end because they run. But, you know, too, I went to high school games this year, and I got to tell you, I it bored me. It, it, it was what you just talked about. Everybody spread out. We're standing there looking at the coach. Said, Hud, oh, let me look over there again. I mean, can, the defense can change, too, you know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right. But it, I just said, can, does anybody do anything that that – 
is about getting under the center, running the ball a little, just doing something different. Yeah. And the answer, I didn't see any. No, not a lot. Not I, a lot. I, well, the games why, I went to. You know why, though? Because it's hard to coach all that stuff. That's really what it is. Well, that's what it is. That's it's why college is. on task. Yes. And it's a lot of fundamental work. Yes. And, you know, coaches, I know we don't have a lot of time. I've been there before. But at the same time, you know, it, when you don't do those type of things, those are the type of things that end up costing you a game, too, against teams that, right. that do find the time to get those things in. So All right. it really is, uh, it is interesting, and I'm sure we'll revisit this topic again. All right, so now to the pick segment. Go. To the pick segment. 9-6, Matty Boy. Yeah, I'm 10-5, Philly Sims. Last week, we both picked Tennessee. I picked Houston. That was my loss. You picked Jacksonville. And then I picked Denver. You picked Cleveland. So that's why we both went two and one on the week. Okay. And now we are going to go Kansas City, Green Bay. Who you got, player? Ooh. Well, we're going to do that one, the point spread. Are we? Yeah. We, right, well, I don't even know what the spread is. You don't is. even listen to me. I was telling you You're before right, the show. You're right, I don't, because I just don't care. Kansas yeah. City, six and a half point favorite. Who do you like? They're a six and a half point favorite. Six and a half point favorite. Da, 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 mm, mm. Uh, 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 come on. I like come. Green Bay. Well, Chicken. <laughs> I'd take Green Bay too. <laughs> okay. I thought for sure you'd take Kansas City. No, I know. Uh, I don't. You know, we'll see. I actually think Green Bay is kind of kind of sneaky on defense too. They are. They they, they got tough. speed. They got guys. Yeah. They got dudes. All, All right, right. Who's Indy, the other game? Indy Tennessee. It's at Tennessee. Woo! It's a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang in there. I'm gonna take the Colts. Okay. Not very confident because the Titans. You know they're. They're a pain, and they're tough as hell. I'm going with Tennessee in this one. All right, good. All right, Philly, 49ers. I'm taking Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yes. Okay, I'm taking the 49ers. I good. like this is, this is a big week for me, baby. Let's go. All well, right, and then uh, oh, Denver, yeah. Houston. Oh, Denver at Houston? Uh, yes, it is at oh, Houston. It is at Houston. Yeah. Holy Christ, this is a good one. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, I'm, I'm going to take Houston. Really? Yep. All right, you think you're going to bounce back after well, that? Well, that was a tough loss. It was. It was tough. Middle of the crossbar. Man, that was unbelievable. Yep. So, well, who do you got? You got to tell me. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm going yeah. with Denver. All right. Yep. All right, I'm, that, was, that was a lot I'm, of fun I'm, today. I'm going to let them go. Hey, Big Phil, it's good to see you back again. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't You didn't once during the whole week go, wow, I wish you were there. It would have been, you know, fun. But, yeah, okay. My feeling didn't hurt. Did you get that? You feel better now? Did you hear what I said? No. My feeling. Yeah. I only got one. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. You're, uh, hey, swing yeah. and a miss. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Yogi Bear. Yeah. <laughs> when you see a fork, <laughs> take it. Yeah. Uh, hey, All Sims right. complete again. Appreciate Very it again. I am P Studios. Thank you so much for everyone. Believe, Spotify, podcasts, uh, whatever, wherever you find them. Also on YouTube as well. You can watch the video. Appreciate your time. Big Phil, you the man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, next time we'll, we'll dissect a little bit more stuff on film. We'll do that next time. All right. We That's all right. Yeah, time, that was but, good. We didn't have yeah. time. But, uh, hey. It's all we, good. How do we end the show? I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah Coach, what? Oh, Coach Greg told. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. toodles. Okay. Toodles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And no hats next week.